And now, Beatlemania. All right, so this is officially, officially my official first podcast, even though we said like six months ago I was going to do a podcast. So thank you very much for being my first guest. Could be my last, which is also fine. This is fine. Um, by the way, I know for all the wrestling fans, like, are we cool with you two just sitting here? Like, I don't know how this works usually. I'm a huge admirer of his work. Okay. Huge. It's weird, right? Because, I mean, in, but you don't hate him. I mean, we don't think you hate him in the ring. That's, feel that, that way. That, that's an antiquated view of, of, yeah. of where the business used to be. I hate you. Right. I, your mother smells. And <laughs> No, I, I've known his family since, since I was 14 years old. His family helped raise me in this business, and I, I've watched him. I met him when he was a child. Really? Uh, his father brought him to a show, I and mean, he was a child. And you know, right. uh, I'm a huge fan of his. I mean, huge. I mean, seriously. It's if, if I wasn't if I wasn't exclusive to Brock Lesnar, I, yeah. I would go out of my way to do everything to kiss his tuchus and get him signed. Would that ever happen? Uh, I think in the world of WWE and sports entertainment, anything's possible. Yeah, um, I'd say. And I, I have a uh, you know the same admiration and respect for Paul. He, uh, my, my conflict is not, he doesn't wear the WWE title around his waist. His client does. Wow, that's, that's the problem. very mature to be able to separate the two. That's the world we're in now. That it's, is the uh, world. Yeah, it's 2015. Is know. there a line? I, I know, first of all, I can just say, I mean, you on a microphone, it's just, it's an art. It really is. And I don't kiss a lot of Heine, so I'm just like, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing to watch. Is there a line when you're on that microphone that, that you won't cross if it gets too personal or if it, even though you know us fans are going to be like, oh, that was amazing. No, because the job is to get you interested in the match. Last night, I did, an, I, I did as part of my promo uh, a segment where I said, if you want to take the title from Brock Lesnar, yeah. you need to kick down his front door take his wife, remove food from his children's plates. Now, how much more personal can you get than that? And I also said, just so you know, Brock Lesnar is willing to kick down your front door, take your wife, remove food from your children's plates, and rename them Lesnar. Now, how much more personal can you get? But when you're standing next to Brock Lesnar, I mean, seriously, I I went with Brock to his fight with Shane Carwin. I went with Brock to his fight with Cain Velasquez. Do you think anything I said to him in reality and clo- behind closed doors was any different than that? Mm-mm. Hey, this guy Carwin, he's looking to stop. When, when Brock fought Shane Carwin, Brock's wife was nine months pregnant. Wow, wow. And, and he is just coming off for diverticulitis. And I told him, hey, this guy's looking to make that, that baby in your wife's womb less, uh, have less luxuries in life. He's going to take food off of that baby's plate. This guy's in your... How else do you motivate a fighter? That's a hell of a motivational speech. And terrifying all at the same time. That's how you motivate a fighter. Does he... Does he know what you're going to say before... Because there was a moment no. where I was like, well, God's going to say, because no. last night you're doing <laughs> no. the wife thing, and at one point he's like, turns to you, and I go, oh, that's okay. He has no idea. Never. He doesn't want to know. He doesn't. He wants to react. It's so much better that way. You have, first of all, the shield. It came and it went. And then I think we were all like, oh, the shield. Okay, I'm starting to buy in the shield. I kind of like the shield. And then it blows up. Has this thing gone faster as far as a trip for you in the WWE than you thought it would? Because it seems like your rise has been faster than a lot. I'll touch on that, but I'd like to Uh touch on one thing. (laughs) He said um, he's willing to kick in my door and do those things. In my household, it's one thing to be willing; it's another to be able. Oh, that's good. 
it's going fast. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, you know, and, and that's that's what I signed up for. That's yeah. I knew exactly what was going to happen, um, and I love it. You do. I, I love the the change up of life. I, I love to evolve. I, I'm a human being. I want to experience as much as I can before I leave this earth. And uh, you know, it's challenging. It's uh, it's tough every single day, but. If you're not dealing with stuff like that, if you're not growing, then what are you doing, you know? So I, it's come fast, and uh, but I, and Paul knows this. I, I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Do you guys, do you like, the, when you hear the booze, does it do anything? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Does it matter? I think as a as as a you know a human as a man you you want positive feedback sure. always you know um you you really in the world we live in you don't get enough positive reinforcement you don't ever hear people just tell you great job man you're doing good you oh no social media enough. has made that impossible um, well <laughs> and that that's like a thing now is you know I, I grew up my whole life social you know and, right. and you know friends with people and, and friendly and, and I was taught to be kind I, you know to have respect um, and obviously there's times to turn you know to turn it around and, and, and defend and, and, and show you know why you should be respected um, but I've never experienced a situation like before the whole internet blew up and mm-hmm. social media I was friends with pretty much everybody I was a you know a, a athlete so I, I had camaraderie with a bunch of different people now it's like Everybody can just talk smack to you at any point. We, we're living in a generation now. People learn how to talk smack mm. before they learn how to defend themselves. Um, and I'm, I'm just very fortunate that I, I was brought up in the time before that, right before this whole evolution of the Internet and um, Cause we social media. Because we know that it used to be different. And I don't know that if you're a 12-year-old today that you know that there was a time before this that it was not so cutthroat and mean is such an immature sounding word but it, it's mean I mean I could say it's mean it's rough there's a lot of different words for it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some I can't say and that's that's the world we live in that's what you know with what we have going on here it, it's not you know just black and white I hate you like that's not what we do anymore right. we're so much more complicated and, and thorough than that like there's so much going on there's so many emotions that we're trying to convey and bring out of each other um, and we have a history we have a background and um, that's that's the world we live in now because you're, you're never off it's it's 24 uh, 7 you know everyone's got a camera yep. everyone's got a phone they can if you have internet and a camera you can put anything on you know on the web so That's it's tiring. uh there there's no no more drunk fest in the middle there's of the not street. god <laughs> no, let's, let's keep that to a minimum <laughs> minimum yes. in your own house um when mike skills are such a especially for me as a fan i i just i love i love the talking when it comes to monday night raw or what have you i just think it's it's so good when it's good it's great when you because you have basically perfected it when you hear up-and-comers coming or somebody who maybe has everything it takes to be a, a great wrestler but is lacking, do you ever help them? Can you help them? Oh, I try to help them. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, because everybody helped me. You know, I, I, and, and, and I'm, just, I'm just figuring it out now. I, I really hope that this is not the peak for me. I, I, I hope next year people look back on this and go, wow, it pales by comparison. <laughs> and I hope two years from now they look back at next year and go, wow, that paled by comparison. Uh, of course I go to, to all the young guys. The young guys are the future yeah. of, of, the, of the industry. And if, and if you don't get the next generation ready, there's, there's no next generation. And a lot of people help me. I mean, just 
from from Dusty Rhodes to Vince's father wow. to Lou Albano and Freddie Blassie and the Grand Wizard and Austin Idol and, and, and all the great talkers of the day back, back when I was a kid. Um, they all helped me. They all pulled me aside. They all sat down. They, and I rode with a lot of them in the car, you know, and, and, and that that's when you really really get to learn the business because it's those 300 mile car rides where oh, all you do is talk about the business you know so it's um it's an art and and it's an art that was passed down to me from a lot of a lot of very brilliant people and and i mean i've no secret here i've worked with roman yeah. uh, on some of his things and my advice is always the same be yourself just be yourself. It's such an easy thing to say to people. I think that was the first bit of advice somebody gave me actually early on. Just be yourself. And it sounds simple, and not everyone knows how to translate that to actually be yourself. Because it's an industry where you grew up watching people who are not themselves. Yeah. I mean, who, listen, who, who drew more money in his day than Hulk Hogan? But I don't think Hulk Hogan walks around and walks <laughs> in, let me tell you something, Michelle and Rick, you know. It, 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 Maybe. It, it, that was that generation. Just going down the street, <laughs> doing the deal, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's an amplified version of, of who he envisioned himself to be. But we live now in the reality show era. And in the reality show era, people want to see just you. You know, I mean, on TV, I may talk a little louder because I'm projecting to an arena. Right. But that's me. That's who I am. And 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 with Roman, it's the same thing. There are a lot of people when you're when you're hitting that main event, they get in your ear. Hey, kid, do this. Hey, kid, do that. Hey, hey try to say it this way. Hey, when you oh. say it, say it. And, and you know, and I just said, just, just if you're just yourself. My God, the money you can you you can draw because he's such a fascinating personality. He he really is. I mean, this is a WrestleMania main eventer, just sitting here next to you, no doubt in my mind. And if yeah, he's damn just, it. If he's just himself, <laughs> you know. Yeah. People will sit there and go, "Wow, that's the guy." Is it just easier to be? I would think, you know, like if you're a Bray Wyatt, there, you've got to come out there. And I don't know, maybe he is crazy and hangs out in the woods and does weird things. I don't know. But to me, I feel like, oh, that's a lot. You have to do a lot there. But if you get to be yourself, it just seems like an easier way to wake up in the morning and go to work. It is, um, and, and it's a, it's like a truer form. You, you and you can convey so many different emotions, and and there's no gaps. You know, yeah. there, there's no there, there's nothing in between. They just flow perfectly. Um, and I, that's that's my goal is to continue to grow and and let people in and. And let them see, you know, my life because that's like I was saying before, like that's that's where we're at. Like they're in, like, oh, I'm just going to disappear now because I'm not on Raw. No, <laughs> they, you know, like people knew I was coming here today yeah. by the Twitter machine. Like I, was, and I hadn't even tweeted it yet. That, well, that's it's, it's <laughs> crazy will. because there's just so much information and people can know exactly just about everything about you um, from Wikipedia or whatever sites they go to. Um, so for for you to you know kind of not extend too far from who you really are it yeah. makes it a lot easier. Do they ever come to you with ideas, whether it be you know breaking up the shield or you have to do something that they tell you to do and you don't like the idea or you don't think it's a good idea? How does that work with you guys versus you know the rest of us are like oh I guess I have to do it. I think it's a creative process. Yeah, you know and I. I, I I think it's like an actor in a movie. If they go to an actor in a movie and he said, you know, I mean, how, how many different stories have you heard about, you know, a, a major TV show? I, I, I just read, I just reading a story about Tom Hardy on uh, Peaky Blinders. 
oh, right. which is a, a fascinating TV show yeah. from the UK. Um, which is, I think, this year's version of The Sopranos or or Oz or 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 or, or um, um, what's on Netflix, um, House of Cards. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I mean, like the best TV show that's out there. And and they gave Tom Hardy something to do and something to say. And 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 he was fascinated by by the scene, but he didn't think that his character would approach it in that way. Interesting. And he went to the executive producer and the lead writer, and he said, "Listen, I understand the message that we're trying to convey here." what if we go about it this way? Wouldn't my character do it this way? And of course, they agreed with him with, with one or two different changes to his, to his motive, and, and it worked out so much better. I think it's the same process. They're you know? pretty open. You say, I don't know if this would work or if this is how I would do it. There's so many of you guys, it, so I feel like, oh, they're doing so it's much. A, it's a huge creative process, yeah. and the way I try to look at it is it's a team. So, you know, and on a team, you know, you have your different personalities and, and different views of things. And obviously, I have, you know, my views and my opinion. And, and my main thing is I want to be involved. I don't want to just be given something and told to do it because I'm, I'm a man. Right. And I want to say no, you know, and I want, to, and I want things my way. But as a team player and, and, you know, being involved in the whole creative process, it's not always going to go your way. You can't, you know, do everything the way you want it. And I think that helps me grow. That helps me, you know, the relationships that I'm able to build, the, the way I'm able to work with people, that's, that's going to do nothing but benefit me down the road. Do you know early on, whether it be a character or a new gimmick or what is it, not having to involve you guys necessarily, but do you know right away that, okay, this, isn't gonna, this is not going to hit, this won't work? And how often... Do you feel that way, or do they give it a lot of time to let it finally work? I, th- I think you can spot, yeah, you know the 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 characters that are extraordinary that going to br- that are going to break through right away, mm-hmm. and the ones that won't hit. I think you see that right away too. I think what's fascinating to me is that even like the the Stone Colds of the world, they weren't the Stone Colds when they first came out. So I always find that like to go back and watch that and like this blonde haired guy. There's a journey. It's yeah. crazy. So you can't. A lot of people just want to give up. Like, oh, this isn't working. I'm going to move on to the next thing. So how long, I mean, how long would you give it? You've had a pretty, it's been pretty good, right? You leave football, you come over here, you go up the ranks. Would you have given it 10, 12, 15 years? Um, you know, for, for my situation, you know, I, I'm a father. I'm a provider. Um, you know, and the, that, that was, you know, a situation I had to look with football as well as, you know, do I want to hang out and wait for a team and things like that? But for me, you know, since day one, WWE's been my team. Yeah. You know, I like I was in the NFL, you know, you know, and a lot of you can ask NFL guys, it only takes one team to make your life. My team wasn't in the NFL. My team was where it's always been. I you know, I've been fortunate enough to sit at the WWE table for a long time and I'm really enjoying the responsibility of sitting at the head of the table now, being being there, being being the man, being a, a great provider, being being somebody that represents his family. Every time I show this, I'll take this suit off. Every time I show this arm, I'm representing our island. I'm representing our family, our blood. Um, and that's the greatest responsibility and honor that I have. Hulk Hogan was on um, Sports Nation, and he said that you have the bloodline. I said, oh, do you think he has what it takes to be the face? Is he going to be the next guy? And he said, yeah, he definitely does. He has the bloodline. And so, of course, brings up The Rock. Um, Rock's one of the greatest, biggest superstars in the world Ever today, and right. does he? What has he told you? Does he give you advice? Does he say, "Oh, try this," or does he just let you be? 
he he's one of those guys that understands the process that like like Paul's been saying you, you have to be yourself um, so the thing is whatever you want to do whatever you you're trying to portray it comes down you have to just do it yeah it, because like you can think about it you can discuss it you can do this and that but when the music hits it's all you when the red lights on it's all you to do whatever you need to do to to make an impression to 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 make a reaction to leave a mark um and with that being said if you're able to achieve that and able to 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 ride that wave humility don't ever forget humility when it comes down to it the bubble can be popped and you can you can go down to square square one down right back down to the floor so um just keep family first and always stay humble did you, when you saw The Rock the first time? I mean, the first time, again, it's like the Stone Cold. It was not The Rock. No. Oh, actually, I, 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 he, had the, he had the deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, it's funny. Someone in WWE had sent me uh, a tape of him when he was in Memphis as Flex Cabana. I mean. And they said, hey, would you like him for ECW? And I knew his father. I knew Rocky yeah. Johnson. And, and I said, uh, oh, of course. Uh, you did, did. <laughs> of course I'll take him. And, and I sent the memo saying, Yes, send him. Let's start him here. And uh, the next day, I got a call saying uh, Vince wants him. Vince wants him on the main roster yeah. now because Vince saw him. Yeah, you know, I mean, they sent him to Memphis to, to get groomed, and Vince took one look at him and said, "Get get his ass up here." That was it, and rightfully so. Oh yeah, how could you? That guy walks in a room. How do you not? I mean, you know, you, you got the thing. Whatever that, the thing that's is, it. it's it. He has it. Yeah, the intangible. It's it. He doesn't have to say a word. He doesn't have to say, hey, it's me, I'm The Rock, I'm here. He just walks in a room, everybody knows it. All right, I'm going to ask you the one, or I'm not going to, it's not a question. I'm going to say the one statement that always gets said to us as fans. And I want to hear both of your responses. We'll start with you. You know wrestling isn't real, right? And I'm saying it in the stupid voice that's always said to me. (laughs) What do you say? Every day I wake up, my body hurts. Um, It's a performance. Um, we're, we're not lying about that. It, we are an entertainment company. We are trying to better people's lives. We're trying to take them out of their, their everyday life and, and suspend their belief. We're trying to create something larger than life here. Um, is, it, is it real? Do I get hit? Yes. I mean, you look at these eyes right here, the scars, the, the forehead. I know, it's made you so ugly. Um, my, How are you going to survive? I, know, I, only have, <laughs> I only have so much time. I mean... Know? But it, it's something, you know, and I, I, I've wrestled with a hernia. I tore my meniscus. I've had nerve damage. I would, by, by one of my own relatives uh, during a training session, picked up and slammed uh, from one of my own moves, That's you awesome. know? Um, and from then, I was like, yep, I'm definitely not losing that move because it works. But <laughs> I crushed, you know, my, my nerve here, and I had, you know, tons of atrophy and, and loss of strength and things like that. And that's a whole process to get back to where I am now. So it's it's very real. Um, I I'm a I'm I'm a physical athlete who's played football on the highest level, um, and I've been hurt more wrestling than I have in football. That's crazy. That's crazy. That last sentence is crazy, Mr. Heyman. You know it's not real, right? And you got to do, <laughs> you got to do the stupid voice. Right? I know. You know it's not real, right? And <laughs> that, that all you say? And and. But it is real. Like the guy in the gym said, it's real me, damn it. Okay, and? That's it? That's it. Uh, see, because that's all they have. That like, is true. That, that's, it, it, it's not just true. a soundbite. It's their whole argument. And? <laughs> well, what else? Walk away. Yeah. GFY. You know, come on. <laughs> you know? It's funny. Because, I, 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 I mean, I come from an era where guys would, you know, 
you'd get in bar fights over that, right. you know. And 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 absolutely. And, and, and we we were meeting the governor. Oh God, this was so embarrassing. We were in the governor <laughs> of some state, and, uh, and and I was managing Rick Rude. Awesome, you know. And Rick Rick was a salty guy and raised by old timers in the business, and and and. And and the governor standing next, and the oh, governor no. and the governor's staff and the governor's wife is standing there, and the governor says, he says, I'm I'm, I'm such a big fan of what you do, and Rick Rude says, well, thank you very much, <laughs> and the governor says, you know, I feel I can ask you this because I I, I spent so much, I went to college in Minnesota, Rick Rude's from Minnesota, Rick yeah. from Minnesota, is it real? Oh, good lord! And Rick Rude just looks at him and he goes, well. It's kind of like a woman's orgasm. <laughs> Only the person doing it knows for sure. <laughs> and, and, he, and he walks away. And, I, and it was just the most inappropriate thing Perfect. to say in front of the governor's wife. Yeah. And ever since then, I always figured when I'm asked the question, my answer is just going to be, and? and I yeah. am going to use that <laughs> Hell of an for analogy the rest right there, of right? my life. Yeah. You guys, I may never do another podcast, and that is fine. Like I so said. on the first one, but this is great. On yeah, your yeah. first one, yeah. you got to discuss women's orgasms. I know, and it, and I got the line that will now follow me to my grave because I will use that every time I'm told that. Right? So awesome, WrestleMania, man! I can't wait. I'm it's weird because it's the first like main event where I'm like, I kind of like both you guys. So oh, you're gonna I'm going to cheer for both. You're going to be torn. It's weird. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs. Subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.